today's episode is another amazing one coming at you. I have yet another soul sister that is near and dear to my heart on this episode where we recount and laugh and just talk about the retreat that we held together in August. And she really talks about her own journey and coming into the spiritual world and being a mentor for people using her gifts. Because before I met her, she was in the spiritual closet. She is an incredible person, an incredible human, an incredible mama, and I love having fun with her and laughing with her and all of the things. So I hope you do too. Tune in to check out this powerful conversation. Hello, and welcome to Those Late Night Visitors. I'm your host, Stephanie Moraine, a psychic medium and spiritual teacher. Having been a medium since I was a child, I am wildly passionate about mediumship, spirituality, intuition, the paranormal, and everything in between. This podcast is going to blow your mind with all things psychic and witchy, and if you're not a believer yet, I promise you that will change. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get to it. All right. So hello. Welcome back to another episode of Those Late Night Visitors. Today, I am here with one of my soul sisters who I love and is near and dear to my heart, Miss Jacqueline Cotton, who is not only a soul sister, but has been a client, has been a colleague, has been just a support for me throughout the years. So Jacqueline, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell everybody a little bit about you. Hello, I'm Jacqueline, the woman of many voices. (laughs) <laughs> Any voices? Oh my gosh. Okay. I have five kids total. We're a blended family of seven. Live out in Mississippi. I have the really thick accent. And overall, I'm putting my stake in this world to spread light and love. I'm the founder of Spiritual Support System, which I'm really, really proud of. And we're doing amazing work. One of the things being the retreat that Stephanie and I have put together and really hope to like I can see it being an annual thing and I can just see people like we're going to the portal retreat this year like they got in oh I'm just so excited about it but overall I'm just this really awkward bundle of joy out here living my best life and just helping as many people as humanly possible along the way and along that way is how I met Stephanie and she's just quick backstory she was one of my coaches and I still like I love that we're friends and like I pay you and then I have another friend and she's like my business coach and I'm gonna be friends with her either way but like to be able to support her business and like her support me it's been really cool but yeah Stephanie really opened my eyes and my mind and my gifts and I'm really I'm really excited about this I think And, you know, as you were just talking, I know we have a few things that we want to speak to today, but when you were just talking, it really brought me back to the moment that you decided to join Psychic Activation. Because that was such a big aha moment for you with the spiritual realm. So just to give a little bit of the backstory. So Jacqueline and I were fangirling on each other. (laughs) (laughs) on Instagram for a while. I think we were both in a masterclass with a mentor or something. And that's what started the conversation. 
And then she ended up joining my Facebook group and I was doing live card pulls one day promoting Psychic Activation Academy as well. And it just kept coming through. And I was saying these random things that made no sense in the context of whatever I was saying. And I remember just saying them and being like, this doesn't make sense. And she's like, but it does, you know? And it was like that aha moment of like, no, it totally makes sense. And, and then she messaged me and she joined and that's how our love story began. So I think it's just, it, it's a true testament to the fact that the spiritual realm is a thing and does exist and does have power to guide us in the way that we need. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> my, my preacher's about to come out, but I was about to say hallelujah, y'all. Hallelujah. But it's so funny because the things that that people chalk up to be like coincidences and like just at chance like oh well that just happened but it never happened again or that's that's really the word is a coincidence that's the one I hear people talk about most often when she talks about how we came to each other and I love how you said that we like that's how our love story began because it is it's love like I love Stephanie I would like I there's not much I wouldn't do for you and it's so crazy to think that it it just started, like you said, like fangirling. I felt something weird. And I, I got these tangles inside when I saw your picture and I heard you and like your story. And I was like, and then how we gravitated. And I remember, I remember that now I saw, because you had such a distinct name. It was either Nourish Yourself or the Stephanie Marie 222. Both of them I recognized. And I was like, is that that bitch? Is that that bitch I like? And the rest, the rest is really is history because that whole program opened me up in a way that it was like, I think the missing component of my authenticity, it gave me permission to finally be the fuck of like who I had been suppressing and who I think I was probably more so in my younger years before I was like shoved into the, the Christian closet and told how to dress and told how to think and how to run my life. And here we are, like a little new phoenix, reborn. But fuck coincidence. In church, they call them miracles or just like visions. or what, I don't give a fuck whatever word you want to use. Follow those nudges because it leads to some really badass stuff. Like I never would have thought that us following each other and me being curious about your classes would have led to my pivot and my brand and who I'm helping and how I'm changing the world to now we have a retreat and like, oh my God. And Katie and like just everybody that we've come across. I just love it. The difference that we're making all because like we took a chance. I'm going to quit talking. God, I fucking forgot how much I like to talk to you. I'm going <laughs> to shut up now, but oh my God, I, I do. I love our love story. I can't quit talking about it. Well, and I think too, it's just a testimony to the souls that are meant to be together will find each other, right? Because let's face it. And once I learned your story and you lived in New York and we didn't cross paths up here, but yet when you're in Mississippi is how we find each other. You know what I mean? When it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen in divine timing and the universe will make sure that it does. 
And with social media being that connection now, what a beautiful bridge for all of us. I do think too, watching you step into your power and watching you step into your gifts and really own them and having the confidence to really do it was such an honor in so many ways. And now watching you grow into them and expand and grow the business and do all of the things. This is part of why I do what I do, right? And this this collective ripple that we're looking to have. And oh, I just got goosebumps. Oh, oh man. it Because that's what it is. It's collective ripple. Like the things we do, the things we think, the things we say, everything, it has a ripple effect. Um, and it's wild to think that like, like you said, like our relationship is so much stronger than other relationships I've had in my life for longer or for in person. And I feel like if I really needed something, I could call you and you would be in your car driving up to New York like that, you know, and <laughs> I fucking would, you know, but <laughs> ask Katie, I was just. Katie, I was trying to come see her like a week ago. And she's like, it's just not the time. And I'm like, but you can She's like, it just literally mathematically doesn't make sense for you to come at the drop of that. And I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> I would. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, is we've only met in person one time. Like, that's wild. I never stopped to think about that because. And the other relationship that I have this that's like this is with Katie. And now that you've met her, y'all probably are forming that relationship too. Like it's just so strong that it doesn't feel like it was that we have only seen each other once. I feel like we, that's really fucking weird. Don't want to think about it. How <laughs> But it's also because this work just bonds you in a different way. And I'm not saying it's a better way. It's just a different way. And when you can support each other through this deep inner work and the activations and experience supernatural things together, it's a different kind of connection. And I'm not saying that other relationships are superficial, which some may be, but it's just a different kind of connection that when I think Katie for, you know, for the retreat, just having somebody that believed her made that difference for her. Just to fill you guys in on the retreat. So I was in the house first and I, I cleansed the whole house. I saged it. I Palo Santoed. I cleansed it, made sure there was no bad juju in there. And when I cleansed the upstairs bedrooms, I knew I didn't want to stay in them. I couldn't pinpoint why, but I knew I didn't want to stay in them. So, but I knew the energy was good. Like, I wasn't worried about the energy. I was just like, no, I don't want to be in here. I'm just saying, the truth comes out, y'all. I hadn't <laughs> heard that part of the story yet. So I'm just saying. Well, I think it was also logical in my head that, like, for us to stay off of the kitchen and to put the girls upstairs. Like, it just ma logically made more sense in my head. So, but nobody was staying in the creepy basement. Like, that was not happening. Because the basement was a little creepy. Even after I cleansed it, it was creepy down there. But so anyway, this was a beautiful house. Plenty of room and how lucky we were that we had the extra room. But Katie comes in. She goes, you know, and Jacqueline and I are, I don't even remember what we were doing. 
Oh, can I interrupt for like two seconds? Absolutely. Because I got to give y'all, like, I got to paint this for you real quick. Let me show you the type of person that my friend is. Katie is very, she's ex-Navy, okay? Very militant, very structured. Up until recently, probably didn't think outside the box too much. And I, she, know, she knows it. It's part of her testimony. So when she gets into this house, first off, I don't even know if I told you. She's like, I don't even know what a spiritual retreat is. I'm just here. I've heard about them and had no idea what to expect. No fucking idea. Pays in full, ready to go. Just signs up because she wants to hang out. That's my type of fucking person. That's how everybody should be. That's how everybody should be. Just trusting, trusting that there's an adventure awaiting them. I love that mentality. So anyway, it just, she's never quite experienced something like this before. So I just, I had to give y'all like a little bit of a preface because she, I've talked about this shit many times and she always says, I just almost kept it to myself because I thought that I would sound fucking crazy. And little does she know, we're like open arms. Come on, baby. This is your, this is your first experience. It's going to be okay. Yeah. So Katie oh, goes yeah, so we put the girls in the upstairs bedrooms. I mean, granted, they were bigger too. And I felt like, you know, let them have the experience, whatever. I mean, I didn't realize you had a box shower, but you know. Shower. <laughs> All that wouldn't bother me. I, I pack light. Have you seen these hips? I need more space than that. <laughs> but so anyway, <laughs> so the girls go upstairs and I, they're showering. They're like getting ready. We're going to have dinner we're gonna have opening ceremony you know calm night welcoming very easy just getting to know each other so katie she was already showered right i don't remember i will never forget this because <laughs> i was in the kitchen and you know how big that that island was in the middle so yeah. i was standing on the opposite side to where if you're looking at the staircase like i could see the front door so i saw her and her blue head come around the corner little mama smurf is just like yeah he has super blue hair she looks like a little mermaid i love it painting the picture again but she comes around and her just she's this unnerving look <laughs> and she said y'all guys this sounds crazy but i think maybe somebody was murdered in my room or something <laughs> and we're all just like um what sorry what and we're just like, she's like, get the fuck alive. I do remember now that you said that. Yeah, she was okay. she was definitely freaking out. And so Jacqueline and I look at each other. We're like, okay, we'll go upstairs to do, to do like nothing. And I think that also put her in such a good space because she was able to say like, all right, like I'm not crazy. And the fact that you and I both went upstairs, like no problem to just feel into it. And sure as shit. I felt that spirit as soon as we walked into the room. And what boggles my mind is that why didn't I feel her when I was cleansing the house? That still is very tricky. I don't know. Because being such a strong medium, like that doesn't normally happen. So I'm wondering if maybe she was really there for Katie. Like maybe she was really there to show Katie you're not crazy. This is, you know, that very well could be it. It very well could be. And so 
Katie didn't sleep in that room. No. No. The story got better. Oh, my God. So, I mean, that it is. It's some scary shit the first time you encounter anything like that, even if it's just a feeling. Like, and I think everybody's experienced that feeling of, like, I want you to think about, like, walking in the dark and, like, you just imagine footsteps behind you. There's just that feeling of, like, something lurking. That's what it can feel like. I don't ever, like, see anything besides, like, I do see, like, what I call shadow people every once in a while. But I've never seen something visually besides that weird shit I told you about that skeleton head. I'm still rigging out about that. Still don't know about that. But she didn't know what to make of any of it because it was one thing to have the feeling, but then to have not one, but two people confirm it and like describe the same person, like clothes and everything. Like, the time period and everything like I saw like an apron and then she was like it's like colony days like I don't know we were describing the same wardrobe and everything and it was like a weird moment for all of us but for her to have that validation of like oh my god I'm not fucking crazy it allowed her to realize that there's like so much more than we can see and I think that really crept into the night because <laughs> the poor thing y'all I straight up I took a muscle relaxer. I was conking out. I've been driving and I have some some physical issues with my muscles. And so I was like getting a good night's sleep. That poor thing. I hear in the distant land of dreams, all I hear is Jacqueline, Jacqueline, in the echo of the night. She grabs me and she's telling me that she feels like she just saw something. So she did not sleep that night very well. But all I remember is, like, just comforting her, like, my own baby. And I grabbed her and put her up in my armpit. <laughs> this poor grown woman was held by me all night. She would not fucking move. She kept she kept in my arm, and she had that blanket over her head like a little kid. And it was just the saddest thing ever. But I slept like a fucking baby. <laughs> but that was a crazy experience. Like, absolutely bizarre. Yeah, and she was definitely, this spirit was definitely with us all week, or all weekend, and I don't know, in a weird way, I feel like she was there to support all of us. Yeah, like, almost like confirmation in so many ways. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of synchronicities that weekend, but it just goes to show that when you're living in alignment, and you're doing the work you're supposed to be doing spirit shows up yeah so oh oh my god you talk you know how we always talk about divine timing and whatnot mm -hmm. Stephanie so even I have this scheduled a while back and like my schedule was way crazier then I don't know what was going on in my world but like I could not make this time of the day work and so I remember canceling on you and you're like oh we'll just reschedule never got around to it and then I saw you were relaunching the podcast and I was like all right, bet. Now we got shit to talk about, right? We've gotten to meet. I got to hug you. You're real. I didn't get catfished. This is looking, the thing is looking optimistic, okay? It's catfished, <laughs> dear Lord. Do you miss me yet? I do. And this is, I mean, this is what goes on in real life too, so. <laughs> yes, but I remember... <laughs> I love that you laughed at my jokes. <laughs> I love it. Because I just get weird fucking looks from everybody else around me here. 
They don't get it. Oh, I remember specifically when I was dying going up the mountain. <laughs> I remember Norma walking backwards and talking about the universe has our back. And then I remember you talking about what is her I should know this. I'm reading it right now. But G- Gabby Bernstein or whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I accidentally, I guess on purpose, signed up for an Audible um, premium account. I don't remember what I did it. But anyway, got into my account and saw I had three credits. So I was like, what's one book I want to read? And it was that one. And I started listening to it. But she was talking about how the universe moves so quickly when you're like having fun, when you're in alignment. And it is. It's so crazy, all the synchronicities. Because it really is like when you look back on it, it feels like a movie. If you were to play it scene by scene, all the things that led up to it, just one little breadcrumb that onto the next one. It was so cool. Well, and it's it's interesting too because you the the retreat was your idea. You know, and to have that intuitive hit and then follow it, that's where the difference comes in. It is. I've been thinking about this subject specifically here a lot lately. And I guess with reading this book by Dr. Joe too, just talking about like the quantum field and how everything, like if you have a thought or like you have a goal and you know somebody's already accomplished it, it's so bizarre to think that like, why wouldn't you act on the inspiration? I just, I'm starting to see that like the inspiration and the downloads are meant to like you're supposed to act on those things and see what happens so that you can arrive at the place where the perfect opportunity comes. And now there's a freaking retreat all because I was like in the fucking shower one day and was like, I've never been. I was starting to write some content about this the other day. I've never been to a retreat. So I'll just fucking throw one. <laughs> and then I thought of you. And here we go. It's like. But that's really it, right? Because also, you know, sometimes our intuitive hits don't make sense. Like logically, they do not make sense. Even with relaunching the podcast. Logically, I cannot wrap my head around why this is going to be, right? Yet, the day within 24 hours that I put out the post of who wants to be on my podcast, three people signed up. And of course, I'm currently tearing down a whole program, putting it, tabling it, and I launched a brand new one today. It doesn't always make sense. I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. No, it doesn't. You know, but if you can follow that, if you can trust that enough, that's where magic is. Yes, it makes me think about in this book how he was saying that if if it's predictable, what like what is attractive about predictability? That is like showing the habit of like being stagnant, being what's the word? Just like complacent yeah. and having adventure and having decisions, like new decisions and embarking on new journeys, like that is actually living life like fully expressed that's the journey otherwise it's just a series of habits that's how I started thinking about it I love it you're just like I don't fucking know what's gonna happen but hey y'all this is how you can pay me for it 
<laughs> pretty much. And by the time this podcast comes out, I'll probably be almost done with the program. But like, it's nine calls for literally like in terms of money, like the investment is nothing for nine calls. But the collective right now needs the healing. The collective right now needs what I'm offering in this program. So we do it. And maybe it's such a low ticket so that it hits more people and that ripple effect can be more. And I, I trust it. Yeah, I love that. It's funny you say that because I'm like having this internal battle of how to price spiritual, like the actual, my signature offer. And I'm like, I just don't know because if I truly want to help, and I feel like so many coaches teach against this. It's, if you notice, everything's high ticket, high ticket, high ticket. I see so many people taking affiliate programs and claiming that they are now high ticket specialists. I often find myself like, had I not found people who would work with me, you're a prime example. When I came to you and I was like, I want to do this. I even talked to my husband about it. This is like the only investment I talked to him about. But I was like, uh, so I want to do this because I know that it wasn't necessarily like, a hundred percent, I guess, for my business, it was more for myself, but I, I didn't have $777 all at once. And, and you were like, sister, how can we split it up? Like, so I think it's beautiful that you're meeting people, probably the people that do need it the most who haven't had access to your knowledge because people are I mean, let's face it, the coaching industry has like become a really popular thing to do and it's marketed as like this lucky girl syndrome bullshit. And so it is a little bit frustrating to see people like not remember where we all began. So I love it. I love it. And for me, it's especially with the world right now where we're at, it's about having the impact. That's what it's about. And, and if people can return the investment energetically, then that's fantastic. And if they can't, well, there's a reason for it for, you know, whatever that may be. And I think you're right. I think the coaching industry has really taken a shift that because people are so blinded by the money that the potential of what you can create, which is amazing. And what impact are you bringing as a return of that investment? You know, and I think a lot of people need to go back to that because I keep hearing, and this has been something I've been hearing for the last few weeks, back to basics, back to basics, back to basics. And I think it's, it's more so in every area of my life for me personally, like go back to basics with the business, go back to basics. I even dyed my hair back to my natural color, like back to basics, stop making everything a show, stop making it look a certain way. Like Ah, you know, and I think it is about being truly who we are. And for, for us, that's also a spiritual being. Oh my God. So we're talking about synchronicity, right? Mm -hmm. Everything we're talking about is I have touched base on it in the past two to three days. And most of it happened today, like before our phone call. And I'll be completely honest. I told my husband last night that I had this call. And then by fucking four o'clock, I forgot we were having this call until it popped up on my calendar. And I live through my calendar. You know that. If it's not in the calendar, it doesn't 
it, it doesn't exist. So I didn't have anything prepared, but I just kept hearing certain things that he said. And it's all coming together. You're talking about going back to basics. I too have been feeling that. And that's why, like, I'm letting go of aesthetics as much. And I'm just fucking showing up when I feel like it. But I'm also having, I got to get more disciplined in some ways and get back to actually just talking to people, right? Like forming the relationships and whatnot. And he said in the book, and something about you saying just like, show, what was it you said? Something about showing up as you are. What he said really got me. He said, when how you appear is who you are, you are truly free. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, shit. And anyway, it all is coming together. Yeah, and I noticed that just by being myself, the the people in my everyday world are either loving it or being super triggered by it. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's it's just interesting to watch. And it doesn't mean it's a good or bad thing, right? It's just the reality of the situation. And with eclipse season right now, over the seventh house of relationships, like makes sense that this is all happening. And it just shows that everybody, no matter how far along your spiritual journey you are, everybody is constantly doing the work. I mean, both of us um, deep in A Course in Miracles. I'm also reading a Gabby Bernstein book. Yeah, and I would go to say for anybody listening that's not considering themselves to do the work, I challenge you to think, about it in this perspective like if you think that you're not doing the work even doing nothing is something so sit with that for a minute because I like to think of myself as like a student I show up every fucking day and I'm like what am I going to learn today because in school I was too shy to raise my hand I was too I didn't ask questions I would like not present my reports and take a letter to your grade beneath because I was like so fucking socially awkward so today I'm just like, give me all the fucking knowledge. And I think it's just really important to, I think as humans, like that's the actual mission of the soul is to learn as much as humanly possible. There's like so much that you can learn. And so if you're considering yourself, I'm not doing the work and I'm not into that hippie shit. Well, even you like not doing anything is you doing something because you're staying stuck and that still takes energy. So God, it's so good to just add on like the real key is to start to shift to do things from a place of love. That, I think, if we can begin as a collective to really shift that, this world is going to be an incredible place. Yeah. Oh, so, man. I just <laughs> want to hug. If I go, like, I imagine myself hugging the whole planet. <laughs> I want to be everybody's spiritual mom. I know where people can find you, but why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Sure. So Instagram Instagram and Facebook are the best places to find me. If you like want to have a one-on-one conversation and connection, which I'm all about. I'm like big on voice memos, but that is spiritual support system on Instagram. And then Facebook is just my name, Jacqueline Cotton, which I know she could pop the links down there. So yeah, um, they will be in the show notes for you. Okay. But I mean, don't you want to just come hang out with us now? Yeah. Everybody should come hang out. Oh, I have a website. It's spiritualsystem.com. Okay. Also have a podcast. If any of y'all are into that, it's just women talking shit. 
And I have a second podcast called Lost Moms Club with my client slash best friend, Katie, who we just build all her information on. That's another intuitive thing. Like we fucking just threw together a mom brand. Don't know what's going to come of it, but like, it's a lot of fun. And then, yeah, we're fucking getting together in August of 2024. So y'all should, um, y'all should check that out. Don't you worry that the link for the retreat is in the show notes too. So if you want to come hanging with us, the options are there. All righty. So Jacqueline, thank you. I love you. I love you too.